Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Amory Spicer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw risk sentiment appearing to weaken broadly across a few asset classes, with risk-sensitive currencies lower, bond yields lower, and equities also lower. The S&P 500 is down 0.5% on the day, and there was no major market-moving news to cause those movements. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 0.1% on the day, with safe haven currencies performing best and risk-sensitive currencies performing worst. Uh, The best performer was the Japanese yen and the Swiss franc, and the worst performer was the Aussie dollar. It fell from 74.32 to 73.61. Kiwi dollar also performed quite poorly, down from 71.74 to 71.10, leaving the Aussie Kiwi cross range-bound between 103.44 and 103.81. Still, that's um, a multi-month low for the cross. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield ranged between 041 and 0.43%, but the 10-year yield did fall from 1.49 to 1.41%, making a six-week low. Markets are fully pricing the first Fed funds rate hike to be in October 22. Uh, yesterday, they were pricing that to be in September 22, so they have... Uh, uh, continue to push out the timing of those rate hikes as they lose a little bit of confidence in that uh, view. And in the interest rate markets of uh, Australia overnight, uh, the three-year going bond yields via the futures range between 1.04 and 1.08%, while the 10-year yield fell from 183 to 1.75%. Markets continue to price the first RBA rate hike in July 22. And in commodities, Brent crude oil up 1.1%, copper down 0.6%, gold a little changed, and iron ore down 1.5% to $92. Um, The bits and pieces of news out overnight uh, were not market moving, but uh, just worthy of note that the US PPI inflation, that's producer uh, sourced inflation for the month of October, uh, remained pretty high, matching expectations at uh, 0.6% monthly gain and an 8.6% annual gain, with the ex-food and uh, energy core measure in an annual sense steady at 6.8%, and that is a record high for annual core PPI inflation in the US. Uh, we heard from a couple of Fed members. Bullard spoke again. He's known as a bit of a hawk these days, and he said the Fed should uh, move faster if these inflation pressures persist. He's forecasting a fairly low unemployment rate in the US, near 3%, saying the labour market's pretty tight, and the GDP next year is going to grow over 4% uh, as they recover out of COVID. Uh, Daly, on the other hand, expressed a more dovish view, saying there's a lot of uncertainty in the labour market and on inflation, and the best approach is to hold steady. Uh, she said, yes, inflation is eye-popping, but she expects those pressures to wane, and she worries that a premature rate hike might cause unnecessary pain in the economy. Now, on the day, what's out that could be market moving? In Australia, we'll have the Westpac Consumer Sentiment Survey. This should show a boost from the continued easing of restrictions and rising vaccination rates uh, in the month of November. And in New Zealand, we'll get an update on house prices from the Ryan's label. Uh, house sales are expected to rise as those COVID restrictions ease, and house prices are likely to maintain the upward momentum. 
which continued through the Delta lockdown. Then into China, we'll get um, October CPI inflation. Uh, This should highlight the persistent weakness in consumer inflation there. The market forecast is for an annual rate of just 1.3%. And finally, in the US, probably the global highlight for the markets, they will be watching the October CPI inflation result there. Uh, That's expected to be driven by a lift in core prices. Uh, The market expectation is for a 0.6% monthly rise. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.